Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomrom-Com Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And joining us today is Brian Green. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Today, we will be taking a bite out of Minute 41, which begins with Shaun opening the shower curtain and ends with Ed and Shaun in Pete's car, surrounded by zombies. This minute escalates quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. um, I guess the first thing we should talk about is, like, how intimidating zombie Pete looks. Yeah, dude. Uh, Sarah Fenowitz. Yeah. He casts a... a, He's a scary dude in this, in this, Mm -hmm. uh, this... Like, I can't ever imagine... I can't imagine the tick being intimidating... Um, his, his version of the tick, who's like, you know, kind of, kind of svelte and, and like really goofy, but, uh, man, Pete is intimidating. It's yeah. He's just got a good zombie look. He's just his brow. He's got such yeah. a heavy brow. He's, he's yeah. a big lurch of a man. And then when you have those dead eyes on him, oh yeah. And that just, Sort of that, that like he's got that like permanent scowl and he's mm-hmm. kind of like looking down. Oh man, it's scary. It's really, it's really scary. I think is, is Pete the scariest zombie in the movie? I'd say so. I mean, he's, he's arguably the, the, the villain zombie. He's kind of like the Lurts yeah. of, <laughs> yeah. of the movie. Uh, That's true. Yeah. He is you like. Know, He's like king of the zombies, uh, and, as, at least from Sean's perspective. Yeah. And thinking about it, what what works for me, zombies are really only scary if you know what the character was like before they were a zombie. You know what what uh-huh. what? Because it's like that's the tragedy is you're just like, oh my god, you know this character now they're just like a sad, lumping. You know, so like when you can't when when there's no context for who they were. It's they're kind of just like a vo- uh, a void or a or a you know a big swarm, but those handful of moments where you see like a little like a little story being told almost about the zombie, that's when I think it's really like chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He um, there's the when when Sean sees him and like shuts the curtain and makes that little like ah, noise. Mm-hmm. There's so much emotion behind that like one obviously sheer terror sure uh, yeah but also like being grossed out like uncomfort uncomfort discomfort yeah because he just i mean he just saw his roommate like you know full frontal yeah uh, i'm sure there was a lot going on there and then and also you know that dude just lays hog i mean just by the build of him 
<laughs> most likely yeah <laughs> most likely and then and then on top of that it's just like the realization that he's dead like this guy that he's known from college that he's lived with for who knows how long yeah. maybe since then um is is dead and so there's like a little bit of sadness in it so it's just like yeah, it's he like doesn't have fear. time to really mourn him right it's like fear shock and sadness all mixed into the one and it's the first zombie that he knows personally yeah it's um, real now yeah right uh that that he's seen we saw nelson in the shop uh <laughs> earlier but he didn't see him so yeah and like and we recognize maybe we recognize mary from the opening maybe we right the, the wedding guy but this right. is definitely the first character arguably kind of the first death of the movie really if you think about it yeah that's true yeah, that's fair yeah uh so i do want to point out what i think is a shout out um, okay and and it, i think it's a direct reference uh, maybe i'm stretching maybe i'm not but there's this bit so sean is as he's backing away he's saying listen man we're just gonna borrow your car but we'll bring it back feel better later we're going to the pub you're more than welcome to and then as like zombie pete is like getting out of the shower and walking toward him he says he whispers to himself join us which <laughs> I'm fairly positive is a reference to Evil Dead. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Good catch. I thought you were going to say uh, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something. Oh, no, no, no. I think it's I think it's Evil Dead. And I think it's it's a reference like sort of on par with it's not as clever as the reference to Night of the Living Dead that we just heard. The I'm co- we're coming to get you, Barbara mm-hmm. um, reference, which is just like. Next I'm level, get, I'm brilliant get reference, you fat Barbara. Right, but I do think it, it's his inflection, like the way that he says it, um, and how he sort of spaces it out and and mm-hmm. makes it sort of its own line is what makes me think it's a reference. But uh, yeah, it's it works. I mean, it it's worth. These are the questions. The, these are the comic book guy questions we would ask. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, in Shaun of the Dead, when Sean says, join us, was that an Evil Dead reference? Um, get out. Why, why would a man wearing a Genius at Work shirt spend <laughs> his time watching zombie movies? <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, so I do like that earlier before, uh, when, when they were psyching themselves up to go outside and then Sean, like, interrupted it by going, like, I, I need to get away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he... They were like psyching themselves up to go outside, but now after seeing Pete, he just without stopping just goes straight from the bathroom down the stairs and outside, and I like can barely keep up with him. Like, oh, yeah. I thought we were gonna have to psych ourselves up again. Okay, which it's, makes it's, me think that maybe Ed was just doing that for Sean, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I love Ed absentmindedly spinning the keys. I do that all the time, mm-hmm. and. Come the zombie co- apocalypse, I I want to be absentmindedly spinning my keys somewhere, and my wife is going to run in screaming, "Oh my god, zombies!" And I'm going to be like, "What? Uh, uh, okay, whatever." Let's go outside. <laughs> I want to I, I want to talk about two close ups that I enjoy that I think are really smart. Okay, uh, one of them is actually what what the, the the moment that Brian just mentioned. I think like cutting from this very intense moment to like a close up of the keys twirling around Ed's finger is just immediately disarming 
yeah in, in a really yeah. useful way it kind of like oh right that thing like it kind of <laughs> well and it's also it's also it's it it in itself is a kind of a transition it's like the batman 66 like like kind of transition you know um and and so like it kind of works on that level too but i agree it is it is definitely disarming as well and then the the second one is it's really quick but just the fact that you really get a good look at phil at, at pete's bite uh as he as he pulls the the curtain back it's just kind of like and just in case the audience maybe like got back from a bathroom break Ugh, or something that it thing just, is nasty yeah it's Ugh. pretty gnarly yeah but it's That's just like, like by the way yeah i'm glad that it's a quick cut because i don't think i could stand looking at it for any longer than we do mm-hmm. uh, it's uh it's rough that sucks <laughs> it does and he oh man and he like and they were like making fun of him, <laughs> like, yeah. and it was that bad of a bite. I mean, my God, I would have been. Well, they bought you. I, <laughs> I would have been furious at them. I would have like ripped the bandage off and showed them so they could be like, "Oh yep. Jesus, yeah." Um, that's, ooh, that's a mean looking bite. Oh boy, it's it's really it's subtle, but it's setting the it's setting up viewers early to be like, by the way, like. We're gonna we're gonna go there. Like this is yeah. This, this some stuff is gonna not be that pleasant. Yeah, yeah. Because there were some there were there were some gore in this movie that, that genuinely hurts to watch because you you love these characters so much. Yeah, for sure. But we'll talk about that when the time comes. Uh, so Sean and Ed are fleeing the house. Sure. Uh, and Sean gets a soccer ball thrown at his head. And we see that football kid has uh, turned into a zombie, uh, <laughs> therein fulfilling the prophecy of uh, of Sean when uh, he got hit in the head with the soccer ball earlier and said, you're dead. So, yeah, yeah uh-huh. he's dead now. And How? Yeah, How? that was going to be my next question. Okay, cool. How does... How does the soccer ball get thrown? Who did the zombie throw it? <laughs> Probably, I hope so. <laughs> I just love the idea that zombie kid was playing with the soccer ball before Sean came out, and he was like, "Oh, now I gotta, Again, I gotta kick like, this out of his head because that's what I do." <laughs> just uh, fissures or reflections of humanity. For these well, it just—it really goes to show you how often that happened. Like to the point where it was so part of routine that it's like oh, literally right. in this zombie's DNA to do that when they see Sean's face. Oh, I gotta kick the soccer ball in his head. Uh, yeah, like the, like I, I do love that near that that idea that the whole you're dead. Like those are actually that was actually two old foes continuing their ancient battle. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Fuck much you, like man. the the Tannins and the McFlies. <laughs> yeah, uh, so too are. Uh, God, it's uh, still so weird to think about like hate your whole family hating an entire whole family yeah. throughout for generations. Yeah. Anyway. This isn't uh, this isn't the only feud in a uh, in a Edgar Wright film where we're gonna we get to That's see true. A, uh, we get to see a feud played out on stage in Hot Fuzz. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so would you call the relationship between the evil exes and scott pilgrim a feud 
Because no, Ramona's not no. going like back and forth. So I guess yeah, they're all, yeah. They're not fighting over Ramona. It, he's very clearly fighting like for. Well, she like, does. She does go back to Gideon. That's true, especially in the books. Yeah, yeah. Especially anyway. in the books. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I, I do. I, I love how excited Ed is to drive, but he doesn't know which button unlocks the car. <laughs> yeah, Ed, Ed's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't own a car. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not convinced he's ever driven before. Uh, not entirely, anyway. Yeah, uh, he, maybe he knows the basics, but I don't. I certainly don't think he drives very often. Then again, I don't confident. think he left that house very often, other than to walk to the Winchester. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's all he does is sell drugs and drink at the Winchester and play video <laughs> games at home. Sounds like one hell of a life to me. (laughs) Maybe not the selling drugs part. (laughs) You need to make money somehow. Yeah. I I don't want to shame anybody. I I won't speak. I'll I'll just speak for myself. (laughs) Can you wait? So we, we, I think we talked about this earlier, but like Ed wasn't paying rent. No. God, that sucks. No, he he just, (laughs) He was just sleeping on the couch for years. 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 Uh, Bogarting the television. I, who knows? That's probably why there's a TV in the kitchen on the refrigerator. Because <laughs> Pete, Pete was probably just like, well, I got to be able to watch TV some goddamn time in my life in my own house. I don't, I don't want to have to fucking sit next to the glob of grease <laughs> and fucking weed every time I want to watch some news. Yeah. That's oh, true. <laughs> Not good vibes. No. No. But he's good for I a like, laugh. It's fine. Yes. I like the idea that, Nick, you're just finding out that someone who just mooches and doesn't pay rent is a bad thing. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, <clears throat> when I was watching this movie as a teenager, none of those realities were on my mind at the time. I was still just kind of caught up in, like, the, the yeah, who wouldn't want to live like that? But now it's, like... Well, and also, Nick, you're a very courteous house guest. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah, like compliment. every time you stayed at my place, you were like practically asking me to do chores. And I was like, no, stop it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just sit there and do nothing. It's my apartment. Chill out. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a me-seek at, yeah. at heart. <laughs> um. He's uh, Sean's head is Sean's hair is I think at an all time red in this in this shot. In my That's head. actually true. Yeah, it's the, the, very red here. Uh, we we have a debate. What's your what's your what's your opinion on the uh, on the hair the Sean's hair color debate? Because we're finding that it really does sort of waffle back and forth between him being a ginger and just being blonde. And we cannot, it just, it seems to change depending on wherever they are. I don't know what's going on. So I, I've always thought of him as blonde, but I'm looking at this right now. And yeah, he definitely is looking red in this shot. Uh, you're asking the wrong guy. I'm colorblind. I think I talked about this on Spider-Man. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, color, I'm colorblind, so I'm the wrong guy to ask. But yeah, it is looking sort of reddish here. I think yeah. it's just the su- the sunlight is gonna is helping that out. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe they're like that. 
top of his head isn't being lit properly. Because I, I assume that they have some sort of, I mean, something, some kind of like, um, I don't know, flags to block the light or something. Because mm-hmm. they got to be able to control the lighting somehow. And maybe it's just not, it's lighting his hair in a weird way. I don't know. Maybe. I wonder if this is his natural hair color or if this is helped by dye in any way. Um, These are the questions we would ask. Yeah. He's <laughs> just going to make a list of questions for the next Q&A that we can go to. Um, <laughs> is your hair red or blonde? God damn it, answer me. Uh, <laughs> answer you, fucking maniacs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I really like the phrase cock it as a synonym for shit. There's something very satisfying. I always thought, I always it. think cock it means like screw it. Which makes me think they're like going to ditch the car, but then they run to the car. Just the way he says cock it means like, oh, screw it. Like, I forget it. Oh, see, yeah, I I just assume it was like a like. No, you're right. I'm sure you're right. But but his inflection is what I think when I when I hear it. Yeah. But I like I like the phrase. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a good phrase. It's very satisfying. Um, Ed shoving the kid. (laughs) it's it's so petty it's it's really petty he's just like stay away from my friend like get away from him (laughs) he 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 doesn't hurt the zombie he doesn't really stop the zombie he just inconveniences the zombie a little bit yeah he just throws it off balance a little yeah yeah it's like if it were still a person it would it would probably be more even more effective but like it's like the yeah, it's just it's useless. It all it does is just <laughs> Yeah. It's like a kid. It's like a little kid like pushing another kid. Yeah. Uh zombie Nelson's got his hand out. He he wants yeah, the, the, Nelson's the 15. A good zombie. He wants the 15p that Sean owes him. Yeah. Oh, that's that is him. him. I didn't see that. I had never noticed that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh that's zombie Nelson with his uh his his sweater. Mm-hmm. God, he looks so just like golfy. He just yeah. he looks so nineties. What if know. he's not even a zombie? He's just there to ask for the fifteen P. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh yeah, and then it seems like uh they're surrounded. There's just zombies everywhere. Sean is very concerned. Uh, yeah, I love I love the zoom ins every time he recognizes a new zombie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's homeless guy. There's sock. There's football kid. There's Nelson. All the hits. All yeah, the best all friends the hits. in one place. <laughs> <laughs> all the hits. Uh, so so Brian, uh, do you remember seeing this movie for the first time? Uh, I do. I think I told this uh, story when we were talking about Spaced, but I'll tell it again. When I was in high school, my senior year of high school, we did a production of Night of the Living Dead, like the play version of the movie, Night of the Living Dead. And essentially, it was just the screenplay with with blocking added to it. That's incredible. You you could follow along with the the play script, and it was literally just word for word, the the movie. And... One thing I'm bummed that we did not do the play. The script recommends that you do everything in black and white. So you do like all of the costumes in shades of gray and you do your makeup and hair shades of gray oh. as well. The only thing that's in color is the blood. Ooh. 
we did not do that. And I'm really disappointed that we didn't do that. Wait, but, and there was there there was blood in your high school production of Night of the Living Dead? Oh, there was so much blood. Wow. <laughs> Uh, some That's... of it was some of it was real too. Uh, I pl- I was pl- I played Harry, and Harry the I think that was his name the guy uh, the guy who is trying uh, trying to keep everyone in the basement. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So at one point when Ben decides that oh he uh, he's had enough of my my shit he goes and hauls off and hits me with a two by four. Well, the guy playing the Ben he turns around and he hits me with a two by four and our I guess one of us was off somehow, either his grip on the board or where he was standing or where I was standing. I'm not sure which, but he actually hit me in the face with this two by four. Oof. And so I'm bleeding profusely from my mouth. And I also had a, a blood capsule in my mouth as well to actually start bleeding from the mouth. <laughs> you know, <laughs> had the stunt gone correctly. And so he hits me and he turns his back to the audience. He turns upstage. He's, Picks me up by the shirt, asks me if I'm okay, and I'm like, "Yeah, just effing punch me," and because he was supposed to punch me again after that, and so he did. Then we just went on with it, but then afterward, I had to go get that taken care of. <laughs> oh man, uh, no, that was fun. But so we we did that production, and I got really into zombie movies at that time. And my theater teacher he said to me like, "Oh, there's this movie that came that just came out pretty recently." Uh, this would have been in 2004. And I remember very distinctly him telling me he gave away the joke that we're coming to get you, Barbara joke. And uh-huh. I was like, well, I, I got to go watch this now. And so I went and watched it and loved it and came back and immediately started talking to him about it. And then he also told me, oh, hey, we, we have the uh, he had bootlegs of spaced on VHS. Oh, right. <laughs> OK. And That's the part of the story that I remember from the spaced episodes. Yeah. yeah. And that was incredible because I yeah I got to watch space. And then it's not something I even really put much thought into until we talked about it on spaced because, yeah, that, that was long before really anyone in America had seen it. Yeah. And now and now you're the coolest teacher ever. So uh, I, <laughs> I try. It comes full circle. Ask some of them. I'm the meanest person you'll they've ever met. Oh, well, <laughs> middle schoolers are dramatic. So. Oh, yes. Oh, it, it works well. I teach theater, so. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's all we got uh, for Minute 41. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, Minute 42. In the meantime, if you are not a part of the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub on Facebook, you should do that because uh, that's where. Yeah, really we... cool community going on over there. Yeah, absolutely, and it's and it's uh, great. We ask we ask British question, questions to all of our British answer uh, uh, listeners, and they give us answers well before I even wake up in the morning uh, for whatever the latest <laughs> yeah. episode is. We know that tea means dinner now. Yeah, we do. So uh, when when Ed says "haven't got your tea," he's actually referring to uh, their other phrasing for dinner, which apparently is a big confusing thing in American pop culture because we just think that they have like tea time. And when they say tea time, they're actually talking about dinner, not a literal time where they stop everything and have tea. They're not talking about golf? No. No, they're not talking about golf. No, that's only when our dads are talking about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that's what that joke was. It was a reference to... Eating 
dinner. So I learned something today. Yeah, right? I did. I did as and well. You can, <clears throat> you can tell all your students that. Okay. Yeah, yeah they won't care. <laughs> well, first you have to let them watch this movie, and then when they ask them, what does he mean by that? You can have an answer. All right. Yeah. <laughs> run that by, I, run I, that I by the get, school board. I'm sure yeah, it'll go over well. I won't get fired for that. <laughs> um, well, that's why you run it by them first. Uh, <laughs> so they can say no, and then you won't do it and not get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub on, on Facebook. Uh, join us there. Come part of the com- Become part of the community. And uh, we will be back tomorrow with Minute 42. In the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over. Bye. 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 bye.